Hi everyone and welcome back to Come As You Are. Um, happy February. Um, I am really excited about this month for this podcast because one of my favorite holidays, even though it is very commercialized, is Valentine's Day. I love Valentine's Day. Um, and I am very excited because um, every week this month, um, I will be having an episode about love and different aspects of love, essentially. And so, yeah, this episode will be just by myself, but um, other episodes will include a very special guest. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, so I just love Valentine's Day and I thought it would be fun to kind of like break down um, just some important parts about love in our own lives and maybe give everybody a thing or two to reflect on. And yeah, so let's see. Um, anything else about this month? Well, I think I briefly mentioned that I'll be doing this episode alone. Um, how it's like how it's been. And this episode is uh, gonna be about self-love and self-care with a tiny bit of um like self-worth and self-esteem because I feel like those three are all connected and at the same time we often get them confused because they're so like intertwined and that's okay I get them confused all the time and I am very likely to get them confused while I'm recording this episode (laughs) so um what else oh yeah so in this episode I will try to give a content warning before I talk about it, but I will be talking about body image and um, just stuff related to the body. And I know people can be, um, that, that is, can be a sensitive topic for some folks. So um, I will do my best to give a content warning before that happens. And yeah, it won't be the entire topic of this week's episode. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, so let's see. Do do do. Yeah. Okay, let's get started. So um this podcast is catered to like young folks, people in our 20s. And we have all grown up with the internet. And we have grown up with the internet in a very awkward and vulnerable time in our life, aka our teenage years, which is also the years that like mold who start molding, not like permanently mold, but they start molding like our identities and what we love about ourselves. And um, yeah, so that is why this episode is called don't let the don't let the internet tell you how to love yourself 
because we have grown up with the internet and I feel like it has been incredibly harmful and also very um what's the word um like sticky in the sense that oh not sticky um well similar to sticky like contagious like it's easy to to feel it and like it it sticks to you essentially and yeah so we're just going to talk about um at some points like the realities of having that happen and how it affects us and I'll mostly be talking about that from like my perspective but um hopefully you guys can reflect on that as well and yeah I'll just be talking a little bit about I guess my own self-love journey and where I am now and um and then we'll have like a moment of reflection at the end I guess um and yeah okay so I thought um I would give the definition of self-love and then the definition of self-care and then we'll break it down a little bit so the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation, which is a really cool foundation, and they use 100% of their proceeds um, to fund research for um, mental health conditions. They have defined self-love as a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And self-love means not settling for, for less than you deserve. Okay, so something I noticed right away when I was like prepping for this episode is that appreciation is usually like a sentiment or is appreciation a feeling I think appreciation is a feeling or a verb I guess Uh, is it both it might be both um that it is usually an action that we associate towards doing to others we appreciate other people we appreciate that other thing that like event x y and z happened we appreciate that um somebody did something kind for us it's usually associated with someone else but i was thinking like how often do we take the time to associate that um like with ourselves and i I don't think we do that enough. I definitely don't do that enough. And I like, I feel like lately, especially in the pandemic, when I do practice self-care, it's because it keeps me sane. And it's because I feel like I have to, I definitely do it because I want to, but I feel like I do it because I have to, because um, if not, my mental health would be in a dumpster somewhere. Um, And so it kind of became like a necessity. But 
at the same time, I feel like I've never, maybe once or twice in these last two years, have I like fully reflected and sat down and like kind of like thanked myself essentially that I'm doing this to keep myself well balanced and keep myself, you know, happy and um, like healthy and, you know, to keep me going. And I feel like there is a certain, um, is the word satisfaction? The word might be satisfaction. When people thank you for something, um, I'm, I am blanking on the word, but when people thank you for something, I don't know, I just feel special and that, like, they recognize that I did something for them, not because I was looking for a thank you, but it just feels nice to be, like, appreciated, exactly, essentially, and so, um, I guess it's, like, I feel like it's kind of, like, a satisfaction that not a satisfaction that sounds very weird it's a good feeling that I don't often think about that it would be just as easy to say thank you to myself and I feel like we need to do that more often you know so that was something that stood out to me but um and then the next part that stood out to me was that self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness and taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. I feel like in this moment in time, having a high regard I, for your well-being and happiness um well one if you do have that I'm so proud of you and I'm really happy for you <laughs> that must feel great um but at the same time I feel like we should give ourselves some grace that if we have at least somewhat of a regard for our well-being and happiness I still think that counts as self-love I mean life has been so hard these last few years that I think that we don't need to be like um, zero to a hundred in terms of self-love. And I feel like as long as you have um, somewhat of a foundation of your own love for yourself, that it's okay if it fluctuates. And it's okay if it's not a hundred percent all the time. That's okay. But um, I think that having knowing what you need and knowing what makes you happy, and knowing that because it came from you, and because you internalized what you wanted and you needed is the best thing you can do for yourself. And going back to like the idea of like how we're often on the internet and um, how basically we have lived our lives 
almost all online these last few years that what we read can be really contagious and sometimes sometimes it's thought-provoking and sometimes maybe it might cause us to change in a way that we want for ourselves and like genuinely and not because um like the internet is telling us we need to change and yeah sometimes we learn new things from the internet and that's the beautiful side of it but I think that we get so desensitized from the internet that what we want for ourselves and the foundations we have for ourselves um, kind of get blurred with what we see. And, and what we want sometimes becomes a little blurry. And sometimes we internalize things that we want that maybe is not the best thing for you, but for some reason it enters your mind that you might need it or you should change because of this. And even though social media does like reflect some aspect of real life, I know everybody's heard this before, but social media is just a highlight reel for the most part. And I think that part of our self-love is knowing that life is not just a highlight reel. And that's a lot coming from me because I romanticize the shit out of everything. And I wish my life was a highlight reel and I wish I could run off to Paris like tonight, you know, but I think I think taking the time, and it's not going to happen overnight, but I think taking the time to sit with yourself and get to know yourself, especially in an age where our identity is still developing and it's still fluid and we're still figuring out what we like and we're still figuring out like our purpose in the world. Um, I think that you are the first person you should be listening to. And like this definition says, you should be taking care of your own needs. And I completely agree with that. I think that having a understanding of what you need and then having an understanding with yourself that sometimes things aren't always going to be great I think I think it's good to be aware of that because when things aren't great you can prepare for that you can well you can do your best to prepare for it you can have a plan um to kind of um, what's the word? You can have a plan to prepare for the days that aren't great. And by having that plan, that plan is love. You know, the plan is nurturing yourself. And that plan is giving yourself a safe space when 
the world just feels shitty. And I think that's as good as we're going to get to a definition of self-love. I mean, I read one, but like in terms of like how I would describe it, I think that's a good place, you know? Obviously, self-love is going to look different for everybody. And, but I think that as long as you figure out what's important to you and what your values are and making sure that like you stay true to what's important to you is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. And sometimes that's extremely hard and sometimes we lose sight of that and that's okay. And I think that, um, I think that coming back to yourself when you lose sight of your initial idea of self-love is also self-love, <laughs> you know, just doing those kind things for yourself. Um, is I don't know where to put <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say but doing those kind of things for yourself is going on to my next topic self-care woo yeah self-care woo <laughs> um so let's talk about self-care let's talk about um the definition let's talk about what the internet makes it seem and why that's really annoying and let's talk about and well and I'm gonna talk about what my self-care looks like and what it's been looking like so self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve preserve oh my gosh to preserve or improve one's own health a different definition is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Okay, so we all know how like the internet says like self-care is um, pampering, it's a spa day, it's like cucumbers on your eyes it's like eating an avocado toast and having your green juice um well first of all that not everybody can afford that yes I do make avocado toast at home but <laughs> what was I gonna say but I feel like that is a little bit different than going out every single day to buy a seven to eight dollar toast um because not everybody can do that and so I think self-care I definitely want to do a completely different episode about like the wellness industry and how it, it has become very like dominated by like um white folks and stuff and so and how self-care from like other cultures is kind of like invalidated a little bit uh well not a little bit like a lot (laughs) 
Um, but in this sense, I think that that's what the internet wants us to say is like, oh, self-care is um, doing all of these completely new and extra steps to pamper yourself and they are expensive sometimes. Um, but it's not, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a treat and you kind of like get like some physical maintenance done, but it's not, um, what's the word? Um, uh, what is the word? It's not sustainable, especially for people in their twenties right now, because life is expensive and I'm assuming we're all working and trying our best to, you know, live. (laughs) And even though it is great, no one is judging you if you do that, but I wouldn't say that that's like the sole thing that defines like self-care. And I think that the thing that not a lot of people talk about is that self-care has a wide variety of sizes, um, a wide variety of, like, I guess, what's the word, activities, and it looks different for everybody, so maybe there is somebody who doesn't find a facial uh, to be an act of self-care, and I think that's important to, like, respect. Um, so I was talking to my therapist, my therapist about this the other day, and I was telling her that I'm incredibly frustrated because, okay, I am going to start a little content warning right here. I will be talking about the body for a bit. Um, so I'm incredibly frustrated because I've been wanting to go to the gym all semester and the gym is not easy for me to get to and it's very frustrating because I'm paying for it um like the campus gym and so I told her that I was doing my best to go um on a walk 30 minutes a day um just to get outside because sometimes I feel like I'm sitting on my computer like it's sitting in front of my computer for sometimes six hours at a time and that's not healthy in my opinion and in my perspective it's not healthy um and so I was telling her that I was having a hard time doing like, I enjoy walking, don't get me wrong, love walking, and I feel like it is very peaceful, and it gives me time to listen to my podcast, and um, just, like, you know, get outside, and, like, move and stretch my muscles, and I was telling her that for some reason, um, it has felt really heavy like emotionally and mentally heavy to get up and go walk outside for 30 minutes and it has felt um like frustrating because I would consider walking 
the bare minimum when it comes to movement for your body. That's what I would consider. Um, you might consider it differently. And I was telling her that it was frustrating because I was losing interest and not feeling motivated to go on a walk when it felt like it was probably the easiest thing to do just to move my body. And, and she said that I, just by doing that, I'm already giving myself, um, like I'm already taking out the, how do I say this? Like the pleasurable part out of my self-care routine. It's becoming more of like this rigid routine. Like I need to go on a walk 30 minutes a day. So I feel like we were talking about it and I feel like I deviated a little bit from doing this because it's an act of self-care. And so we were talking about how there's other alternatives that isn't necessarily going to the gym and how like just stretching for five minutes um, can be movement. And then I talked, told her that sometimes I literally just want to lay on my bed not take a nap but just lay on my bed after I get home from the day and I don't want to do anything um and she said that she reminded me that sometimes that's needed and that just because we feel like we need to do something else because we identified that as self-care doesn't mean that we can't like do something different that could make us feel good in that time if that makes sense so she pointed out some really important stuff and I feel like now I can't go to the gym and it's incredibly frustrating um and so I'm kind of alternating my days and I still make sure I go on a walk at least a few times a week but now I don't make it feel like I need to do it every day. You know, sometimes I do give myself like 30 minutes just to stretch and it's been really good. And I think that especially with this pandemic that has thrown a large curveball at us, um, I feel like our self-care before the pandemic and our self-care now does not look the same. We have adapted to keep ourselves sane, essentially, you know? And now, and in that process, um, I feel like some days have felt a lot darker than others, especially in the early pandemic. Um, and sometimes self-care was literally just keeping ourselves alive, you know? literally just getting up, walking to the kitchen, and drinking a big glass of water. Sometimes that is self-care, you know, and most people probably know this, but if you don't know this, I feel like um, even, like, the bare minimum that you might do every day, like, getting up, 
washing your or splashing your face with cold water, brushing your teeth, you know, making your coffee, making a little breakfast, your routine, that's self-care. That keeps you sane. That um that um protects your like well-being, you know, especially like sometimes when life gets really stressful and we get really caught up in that stress, I feel like, um, you know, just doing what we know best um, and just doing the little things we do for ourselves every day, that self-care. And I'm like, I'm like quietly screaming at the wellness industry because, um, I just, I don't know, it's, like, bothered me that they make self-care, like, trendy, when in reality, self-care sometimes doesn't look glamorous at all, and sometimes self-care, um, self-care doesn't need to be shared with everybody, that's another thing, and I feel like the industry and the internet tells us, oh, um, like, I mean, the, oh, don't get me wrong. The internet can give great ideas when it comes to self-care, but um, at the same time, I think that as I was kind of talking about earlier, like when it comes to self-love, when it comes to self-care, Maybe, yeah, we might need some ideas because we feel lost and we want to try something new when it comes to self-care. Um, but that I think like going back to like the idea of looking into yourself, you've already had the tools for self-care. And it looks your self-care is gonna look a lot different from my self-care, and that's okay. And but I think that as I was like, oh my God, I feel a little bit scatterbrained. I'm so sorry. As I was saying, like when we get stressed and we internalize that stress and it consumes our brain and like that's all we focus on, um, sometimes, sometimes we do that like terrible thing where we prioritize doing this task as opposed to prioritizing taking care of ourselves and no it's not great I've done it a lot of times and I'm not proud of it but I think that um when it comes to like stress um that sometimes like even we don't have to do like when we're like in full-on stress mode um there are like some things for self-care that you could do that are like quick fixes but then there are things that we could do that are um like long-term fixes you know and I feel like and both are great don't get me wrong um, but I feel like sometimes 
the internet tells us like oh do a bunch of these like short-term fixes and you'll be all good but they don't label it as short-term fixes you know and um and so sometimes I feel like when we're like scrolling and we see something about self-care every once in a while it hasn't happened too often every once in a while I feel like I'll see like a cute little post about self-care and it says it gives you like ideas and it gives you um what was I gonna say ah what's the word um it gives you ideas um but at the same time it's okay um y'all forgive me I had to pause because I was rambling too much and I didn't know where I was going with that so I think that to sum everything up okay I think that self-love um is a beautiful thing but at the same time, I don't think that it should be um, painted into this picture that it's something fun every single time. It might not be fun every single time, you know? Um, and at the same time, I think it's important to remember that whatever the internet says, it does not need to be the same and that you don't need to explain your self-care and what you do to maintain your self-love to anybody if you don't need to you don't need to justify it and um I mean you can explain it to them but you don't need to justify it because that shit works for you and so yeah I think that that's that's the most important thing I think that you can get when it comes to listening to the internet if you decide to do so you can get ideas from it yeah that's always fun and maybe it'll help you like switch things up and help you change perspective but at the same time I think it's important to like be mindful about it because um like you know what you need the internet does not know what you need sure we get like creepy targeted ads but you're the only one who knows what you need and by knowing that I think that that sets the scene for how we continue to maintain our own happiness and take care of ourselves um and how we continue to like foster like well-being and yeah I think it's not it definitely might feel hard to do acts of self-care for yourself and in that case sometimes the quick fixes and sometimes the bare minimum is okay but as long as you don't give up on yourself and you don't leave yourself behind 
I think that's the most important thing. And yeah, so um, I kind of, I was going to end here, but I'm going to give myself like five minutes and say like, what are some things I've been doing for self-care? So I lately, um, in terms of self-love, I think that I have been spending a lot more time doing like reflecting and I don't I wish I wrote it down more I don't always write it down in my journal but I reflect in I like always give myself like a little prompt or something and I think about it and usually sometimes it can get very heavy and it can get like very emotional sometimes and I start to cry but I feel like um when you pose a question to yourself, definitely like pose it, like ask yourself something with love and ask yourself like, um, just be curious about yourself and ask yourself what you need. And I think those are some things that I've like been reflecting on. And also, daily affirmations every morning in front of the mirror. I'm telling you that shit works. That has been helping my self-confidence a lot lately. And it makes me really happy. And I feel like it definitely helps put a smile on my face when I'm like walking out the door. And I don't know how to explain it, but it gives like a special good energy. And if it's not something you've done before, maybe you should start and, but definitely try it out. Don't, don't do it because some friendly stranger, me on the internet told you. Um, but yeah, I think that that's definitely some two things I've been doing. And then also y'all know, I love to cook. Um, and lately I feel like I've been in a little bit of a cooking rut um, and I'm not too worried about it. I'm just like, I'm thinking about it more from like a creative aspect. Um, but lately I've just been really loving the time in the morning when I make myself breakfast. Something about the morning and just like waking up gently, going out to the kitchen to whisk my matcha you know, cracking two eggs on, in a pan on the stove and toasting my bread. I don't know why, but something about that is just very peaceful to me. And so like my little breakfast morning routine is very nice to me. And um, what else? Oh, oh my gosh, a huge one. Um, time boundaries especially I feel like I'm in a unique position I feel like everybody else is different but I am currently at an internship and I have to I have to be there a certain amount of hours and while I am there I am contributing and doing and supporting this group to the best of my ability but sometimes I'm asked to stay, I'm asked if I can stay later, and I don't, like, and I'm not rude about it, 
Um, but sometimes I have to be firm and say, no, I can't go or no, I can't stay. Um, yeah. And sometimes there's like events and they happen at the same time something else is happening and I can't be in two places at once. And sometimes the first thing I committed to is way more important. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't go. So obviously I'm paraphrasing. I'm a lot nicer about it, but I feel like, um, like in terms of knowing when and when you can't give energy anymore, like your output is just like, Boop. we're done for the day. Um, I think that's also a good act of self-care that I've been doing. Um, what else? Um, hmm. I've been trying to explore um, new... Oh, oh, wait, wait, no. Uh, I told you guys I was trying to explore new music. And I don't think that's... I mean, that is self-care, but it's not like... I wouldn't consider it that important. Um, I've been trying to... What's another act of self-care? Um, I think this is the last one I'm going to share. Um, but these last few months have been kind of a roller coaster of emotions for reasons I won't be getting into. Um, and I've been crying a lot more than I usually do. And sometimes they're very heavy cries, you know. And but it's kind of interesting. This is where my self-care comes in. My ability to self-soothe, I have been impressed with her. She is that bitch, you know. My ability to self-soothe has been really good. And sometimes it takes a long, a little longer to soothe myself. And sometimes it's a little shorter, but it's like, it's kind of a special moment because it's like, when you're crying, you feel vulnerable. And depending on what you're crying about, you might feel even more vulnerable. And I feel like as a human and taking taking the time and not taking the time that's the wrong word I wanted to say as a human I feel like it's kind of like an out-of-body experience like you're vulnerable and you're sad about something and you feel exposed but then at the other at the on the oh my gosh at the same time, there's somebody, aka yourself, coming out and giving you a big hug, you know? And it's just been kind of like, I guess the out-of-body part is like, I feel like I can witness myself as like experiencing all these three things at once, like being sad and crying, self-soothing, and then watching myself like self-soothe. And it's kind of, like, interesting to think about, like, um, how you can be, like, at war with yourself emotionally, and you can have some of the darkest days of your life, but at the same time, it's that self-care that 
will be the only thing for you when you're there when the only thing there for you in those dark times and it'll be like the hand reaching out or the person coming to give you up so yeah I hope that made sense um but I just want everybody to give themselves a hug and remind yourself that you're always going to, you're literally always going to be there for yourself. And, you know, even if right now it feels shitty and it's been hard to show self-love for yourself or self-care, I'm having, I'm not having a good time doing either right now, I'm going to be honest, but I love talking about this. Um, that where was I going with this? Oh, fuck, I have to add this. That you're always going to be there for yourself. So it was important to take care of your own home, you know? Um, and it literally can be in the smallest ways, you know, the things that feel the easiest to do. Okay. Well, I love you guys. Um, happy February. It's going to be a good month. Um, I know everybody's happy that January is over. I'm mildly sad because it's my birthday month, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, have a great week. And I will see you next week with an exciting episode. Okay. Bye, guys.